Hello, welcome back to Life in All Chapters. I'm Brandy Tabor. Amanda Henson. And this is season three. This is our season of acceptance, guys. And we are talking about so many things this season and accepting each other, accepting who we are, just accepting in general, and sometimes not accepting at all. Amen. So it'll be an exciting season. We did shuffle our plan around a little bit. Um, I guess just... To be honest, there has been some issues within our community about um, access to bathrooms and issues for transgender individuals that are struggling getting um, the privacy that they need and deserve, just like any other human being does. So that kind of triggered us to make some shifts. So we bumped up um, our acceptance episode regarding LGBTQ Plus, I don't know, guys. I'm trying to keep up with all the letters and everything, but I can't. Can't do it. We're allies either way. It falls in that, you know, algorithm somewhere. So, anyway, we wanted to talk a little bit about that today. And with it being Pride Month, it felt very appropriate to make this our opening episode. I I feel like... Yeah, we had to we had to do it. Yeah. Well, and you had you had a a video that you ran across that was very emotional for you that kind of prompted this whole shift in our episode order. It was because I feel like as as an ally and not actually experiencing this myself, it's easy to forget the hardships that people have gone through. Right. You know, because I didn't share those hardships. And, you know, in some cases, I might have even accidentally made that happen for other people. So, Well, that's true for anything, though. I mean, if you're not experiencing it or it's out of sight, out of mind, you can easily let your biases or just general life get in the way of your support for Exactly, and I guarantee you that somebody somewhere was going through something and I didn't step up for them. Oh, I know there were times in my friends' lives where I... I don't want to say failed them, um, because had I recognized, I think I would have stepped up, but maybe failed to see and failed to recognize, and yeah. in that, by proxy, failed to assist. Yeah, and see, I personally feel like I failed to assist, because I don't think that I've always been as strong and confident as I am today, because I've had my own struggles with life, mm. and I'm not discounting not helping people, I just mean... I don't know that I've always been confident enough if everybody's calling so-and-so a fag, for instance. I don't know if I did stand up. Did that happen? Yeah. I don't ever remember it yeah. happening, but it wasn't happening to me. Well, let's, let's okay, so let's do sh- shadow selves. Have you ever used that term in a derogatory way? I'm certain I have. Oh, I'm certain I have, too. So this is part of the acceptance phases. One, accepting who you are, accepting your biases, accepting your programming. Yes. Because let's face it, we were programmed a certain way to believe certain things. And regardless of our own experiences, we were taught this doctrinated requirement for how people should be and how they should present and how they should act and because they didn't fall into this category and our programming said you're wrong there were times where absolutely those biases stepped in and impeded the ability for somebody to feel loved accepted and seen exactly and i don't know that i don't know that i have ever been per se in doctrine to not be accepting of other people but I also feel like... Oh, yeah, I mean generally, people in general. Yeah. yeah, just just in general. It was nothing to be like, oh, that's gay. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, I honestly don't even know if I knew what I was saying. It was a huge thing in it, the 90s. It was, and, and oh, that's young. gay. And I hope to God I never say that again because, you know, it's, it's inappropriate. But I, I don't know that I ever thought anything into it. I don't know that I ever put myself in a position that I understood that that could be hurtful to someone. Oh, I agree. I think the same thing would be true for a lot of people with racial slurs. Oh, yeah. And that you grow up in a certain environment, you grow up a certain way, or even in a certain era, and there's certain terms that are acceptable, or in your race it's acceptable. But even if you're an opposite race and you're raised in that same environment, it does. It still looks tacky if you use those terms. Exactly, because people don't. Mm-hmm. It, it, exactly. Maybe to your and- circle it's okay. But to an outsider, it's not going to yes. be. Yes, yeah. and I've absolutely accidentally used racial slurs. And let me clarify when I say accidentally. I mean, excuse me, my allergies are terrible, so I'm <laughs> going to keep my eyes are going to water. But 
Have you ever just heard something used a million times and you never thought anything of it? Oh, yeah, all the time. So then you use that same term? Oh, yeah. And then later you come to realize what it meant and you're just like, how mm-hmm. did I miss that for the last, I don't know, 20 some odd years that I've been uttering this word, not realizing it was a racial slur a for phrase. some... Yes, and, yeah. and it's like a racial slur for some demographic of people mm-hmm. that I've just been saying like it was nothing. Yeah, not to, celebrating holidays or certain events or things that really you didn't know the true meaning behind. I had no idea. I was just saying... I could go on a soapbox about that in our um, education system, but I won't. And I hope I hope I never said that in front of somebody that would offend, is what I will say. And I hope that my children never repeat something they might have heard me well, accidentally saying. You know, the chances are those things happened, and they've happened by and for everyone. But that's what this episode, this whole season is about, is accepting yourself, accepting the mistakes you've made, accepting the mistakes in things that were made towards you, or whether they were malicious or accidental, and realizing that, for guys, I don't use the F-bomb a whole lot here, but I'm going to, so this is explicit, for fuck's sake, we are all human, having a human experience and trying to figure out how to be humans. And yes. we have a very limited time and very limited limited access to life experiences to make that happen for all of us. There is a lot of societal demands that impedes certain people, spiritual and emotional and even physical health. So this that's what the season is about, is accepting our limitations as humans, accepting the fact that we're not all going to see eye to eye and accepting the fact that we're going to fail, accepting the fact we're going to hurt others and accepting forgiveness of each other, accepting forgiveness of ourselves and accepting when we can't find that, you know, because I'm a firm believer that letting go of things you cannot change is super important for your psychological and emotional health. Amen. Um, even just something small. doesn't mean small. don't try to change them. Exactly. But, but at the same time, if there's something you can't change, if somebody doesn't like me for whatever reason, mm-hmm. most likely I can't change them into liking me. What I can change is my... You have too many freckles. Yeah. And that's <laughs> and what I can change is Which my giving freckles, a shit by the way. what you think about it. Does that yeah. make sense? I don't right. have to care what you think about it. And it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a while to realize that that person doesn't hold enough weight in my life for me to give weight to their opinion. Well, and letting go of the negative self-talk you give yourself for those things. Because yes. let's I'm going to throw freckles in there because that is a very good point. How many times when you were younger did you get... And I mean, you have freckles, but you don't have freckles like some people have freckles. No, but I've always hated but my freckles. I always tried to people, cover them up. I put right. on thick makeup, and I don't care now. Now I embrace who I am. I'm think about people with vitiligo. Yes, and I mean, we have these models now that are stunning. extravagantly stunning, and they have vitiligo, and th- their skin is just so beautiful and natural. And, and for pure. every time they thought. That they didn't look good. There's mm-hmm. somebody like us going, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Right. Like, why can't I have something so unique and beautiful for me? And, and for every person, I would say, that said, that isn't you, that isn't beautiful, I don't like that. One, it's because they're inexperienced. They didn't know how to handle it. Yes. It can be a shock when you see somebody that looks different than you or somebody that acts different than you. It can be a shock. It's cultural shock. It is um, racial shock. It is... Just gender shock, even. Well, you know? just anytime you're not comfortable with something, if you've not been around something, if you find somebody... I have a friend that works with me very closely, very talented, very able-bodied, mm-hmm. and his arms are much shorter than they should be. Yeah. And when you first meet him, I'm not going to lie about it. The first it thing you notice awkward. is that he's got short arms. Right. And accepting the fact that, one, when you get into a situation and you see... oh so. Real quick, back to the naysayers about freckles and vitiligo and stuff. Most of those people were in shock. And some of them probably were, yeah, that is beautiful. And maybe they felt shame because they were attracted to something different. Or maybe they felt shame because they didn't know what to say or how to Or maybe they were jealous. Or maybe they were jealous. Because they did think you looked. Yeah, Yeah. and and that's a very common thing. So, but, yes, I 100% agree with you that we say and do some weird stuff. When we're too. exposed to new things. Yeah. You know? And I think without self-reflection, I say this every episode, 
you're not really going to be able to get past those biases to get past certain things in your life. And you may never, even with self-reflection, but I, you know, guys, I, for those that are new to listening, I believe that we have multiple lives and that if we don't have multiple lives, we're either way, we're sent here on earth to expand and to become loving accepting beautiful creatures that are spiritual beings so you're a spiritual body having a human experience and self-reflection is part of that but we don't always get there in one lifetime and that may be maybe we only have one human life i don't know i don't have the blueprints but maybe we have one human life and we have multiple spiritual lives and other aspects maybe different physical aspects i don't know but i know in my heart that we're here to learn to love and that we're here to learn not just love ourselves but to love other people as we love ourselves and if you're a christian you have i mean your bible says you yeah, know do it do it love your neighbor as if as if they're yourself right so i think so even if they have different viewpoints than you even, mm-hmm. listen even if they're gay if they're gay? <laughs> yes. Oh, my. You're still you're supposed getting, to love them. You get a little controversial I know. <laughs> I know. And I, it's it's terrible. How can you love this human that loves someone different than you? But but let's just try it, okay? Let's just. So I, I do. I want to I wanna hit this so hard because I have so many friends, so many family members. And I'm not going to say my own patients. We do live in a very small community, and that is... You know, you don't, you don't have the exposure that you have in a urban setting to your um, gay communities, to your transgender communities, to your intersex communities. And for those of you who don't know what intersex is, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But intersex individuals are included in LGBTQ. I apologize, guys. I wish I could keep up. It LGBTQIA. What somebody said on TikTok, Legitimacqua. Yes. I loved it. I'm like, that is perfect. I can remember that. Legitimacqua plus. Um, so this demographic that this Pride Month represents, first off, let me kick this off with the same argument is made over and over again when it comes to human rights. And basically the root of it is your gender, your race, your sexual preference, your identity does not meet the criteria for the same rights as a heterosexual person or white American does. And I would say white male American, but my husband's in the other room and he's really going to hate when I say that because <laughs> we're working on that. But anyway, that's really what we're saying is that, you know, the argument is, is that women can't work. We did that when women's rights were a big thing. Black people don't deserve the same pay as white men do. We did that during civil rights. You don't deserve your own churches. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. And it's all about shaming and keeping people under your thumb. And I have to say that it sickens me sometimes. And But on the flip side of that, and I'm going to let you talk a little bit. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, we also need to learn to accept the people that haven't journeyed and been into the experiences where they've gotten to the point of acceptance for others. And I'm not saying you need to validate the way they believe, or but I do think that we need to give them just as much love as we do people that are accepting and caring, if not more so. Because I feel like it stems from... A root of being maybe their only held experience down themselves with people that are different for them were negative, right? So, or they haven't had none at all, which I think I run into that more often than I do anything. They yeah. don't know what to do because they've never had that exposure, they've never yes. been exposed to diversity, sometimes even adversity, and they're confused, they're scared, yeah, and they're scared. And I think that's the case for all of us. And, well, and we have to go back into indoctrination. And they've been indoctrinated to not 
a lot of people have been indoctrinated not to like people that are different from them in right. very many aspects of life. And I do feel like we have to show them love because it's the right thing to do. Well, if, if so for no other reason. I've been listening to this audio book and um, Dr. Hawkins, Letting Go, uh, I don't know that I agree with everything in there. So if you decide to pick up that book and do it, it's great. But I haven't listened to the whole thing, so I really don't know yet. But um, we were talking about, the book is talking about letting go and there's this chapter in there and the there's a gentleman who's ready to complain about something and the doctor who's writing the book said 30 minutes before I was meant to meet this guy and he was going to give it all to us. You know, he called and complained and had so much to say up until that point. He said, I decided just to let it go and send him love. And right at the 30 minute mark, the man called and canceled and said, you know, I've, I've came to another conclusion. I'm okay now. This is what I need. And they resolved it without any conflict going further. And I'm a firm believer in that if you can accept each other and maybe even separate yourself from those people. Now, obviously not every situation is going to work that way, but the majority of the time, you don't have to engage on Facebook. You don't have to engage on social media. You can, but you should do it in a loving and accepting way, in an educational way. And sometimes that's not going to be accepted, and you also have to accept that. And I do feel like sometimes not commenting and not interacting speaks volumes. Because while I could try to debunk you, I could educate you. But I also know if you're coming from a place of um, hysteria, for instance, mm-hmm. or, you know, some people can't be reasoned with. There's no amount of reason in this world. There's no amount of facts. There's no amount of anything that can change their mind. But sometimes by not saying anything and not engaging, mm-hmm. you can at least stop it from progressing. Right. Well, and I think it's important, you know, some there were some comments that I've been reading because, you know, I like to... I guess troll, not really troll, it's more research to me, but, you know, there's been comments made about, from um, people in certain demographics, and that they're they're gay and they don't, I'm air quotes guys, parade it, unquote, and that they have no problems. Well, that's your experience. There are people that don't um, outwardly express themselves because of fear, because of their experience. So you can't tell, you can't generalize and say, you need to shut your mouth and just let it be Yeah. when you don't have the experience that that person has. Okay, so it worked for you in your experience and that's fine. But pride is important because just the same way as civil rights and women's rights, not that they're all the same, I'm not putting them all in the same category, but the argument is generally the same. You don't deserve it. You're not at this level, blah, blah, blah. But even people in our gay community, our trans community, our intersex communities, even our people that just simply enjoy cross-dressing and wearing different style clothes and their sexual orientation doesn't even reflect that, are discriminated against in pay and access to jobs and the ability to shop certain places. And... If you've never experienced that, then you don't have an argument against these people. You don't have the ability to tell them to be quiet. Their well, voice is loud for a reason. Now, I'm, I'm going to say that there's too. some people that are a little over the top, but that's their journey. And, and that's part of accepting. I don't discount people's journeys, journey. but I will never accept vulgar and violent displays. Well, no, that is that's not for a total me. different. That's I'm not, not in any way, And I'm not in any way telling people what to do or what not to do. But what I'm going to tell you is, in my experience, the, I've been to like Pride here in, in our major city, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I would ever go back. Because while I'm an ally, I was disgusted. I was disgusted at people wearing very graphic vaginas on their body. Um, there, there are children, and there should be children there. Because children should be celebrated in all aspects of our life, just like drag shows. I think that some drag shows are completely appropriate for children, whereas some are not. Yeah. Just like some adult, like some movies are appropriate for children, some are not. Like, there's, that's just in life. But 
I do at least feel like they should label those things a little bit better. Because if we're having a grown-up pride parade, I know not to go. Well, and here's here's the thing about that is we were talking when we decided to flip our lineup, we were talking about extremism. Yes. And quite frankly, and you said it too, and correct me if I'm wrong, we are sick and tired of the extreme left and the extreme right. Absolutely. I'm sick of it. There is a middle ground. Yes. And there is compromise. And I am I am sorry, but this this country was founded on allowing a melting pot to yes. develop. And I know there's going to be argument that this is a Christian country and blah, blah, blah. I, I challenge you, anybody that's going to say that, before you comment, I want you to go look and tell me when, and God we trust was added to our money. And when God, the word God, was added to any part of our um, government policies well, and Well, we're actually supposed to have a separation of church and state. We... Uh... We fought for religious freedom. And with that being said, a lot of people think that that means there should be no religion, which I don't agree with. We have a religious freedom. If you choose to be atheist, cool. So, if you choose to be religious, cool. In my mind, when we talk about this country that was founded for religious freedom, was founded for freedom of just the standard rights, human rights, my thought is this. We were we came here, one, so that we could practice, live how we wanted, and do so peacefully. Yes. And it doesn't mean, I mean, I know this is a season of acceptance, but if you are a Christian, and I am pagan, and you don't accept what I do, you believe that what I believe is sinful, and you believe that what... Maybe you don't understand me and you think I worship multiple gods, which is true for some pagans, not true for all. And I don't accept you, and we live right next door to each other. We just have to learn what to accept each other. What is an example other? of accepting each other? Accepting in silence. Maybe not accepting what you do, not accepting what I do, but just moving on with our lives and acknowledging that you're not for me and I'm not for you. And I think sometimes I don't need to go pick have to your be. dog. We don't have to be best friends, but we don't have to be enemies. No, and you can do it in complete silence. It doesn't have to be, no. you know, you don't have to go out and see each other and slur and yell and spit no. and throw things. I don't need to poison your cat or your dog. And the thing is, in what way is your life affecting me? I don't ever condone poisoning we pets. Yeah, we never do that. Um but seriously, what in what way is someone being different than me affecting me? If my neighbors are gay, or like you said, if they're pagan, if they're if they're just different from me in general, they can just live their lives, and I can right. just live my life. And as a Christian, which I am, I should be accepting them because right. my God tells me to love my neighbor. If they want to hear about God, I will happily. I'll just I'll talk about it all day long. If they don't, that's fine too. So. I think the argument, the biggest argument, the middle ground, right? So you can you can do the left-right argument all you want, and you're not going to get anywhere. No. Because those people are so firmly held. They're ridiculous. That sometimes it's just outlandish. Yeah. But you get into this middle ground where people are, I support gay rights. I support LGBT, legitimate qua. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm so sorry. I wish I remembered who said that and so I could credit them, but I can't. Um, anyway, so you support this, but I don't support this part of it. And I don't support... So what do we do when our lives do collide and overlap and what you choose affects me and what I choose affects you, but those are strongly held values and beliefs or practices in my life or your life, Maybe it's who I love. Maybe it's how I practice religion. Maybe it's how I practice whatever. How do you deal with that? Well, I, I feel like, for me personally, I feel like I can accept you for you as long as it ends in your yard. Because my rights do not end where yours begin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my rights are here, and this is my life and how I want to live. Mm -hmm. And this is your life and how you want to live. And while I don't feel like I need to infringe on you, you don't need to infringe on me either. And even, like I said before, I'm, I absolutely support all people living their lives. Right. 
And if I don't like something, it's because it's something that I don't like. It doesn't mean I don't like you or I don't like how you live your life. It means I don't want to go to a big wiener party where everybody's got a big wiener. Like on their hat or something. That's just not for me. Maybe it's my age. I don't know. It it doesn't matter. The point is, that's not for me. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I could think that you're awesome. Mm. I just don't want to go to that party. It makes me uncomfortable. And I do have to jump back to the pride parade, the pride thing that you were talking about. And I'm with taking kids places. I am, when you go into public, my rights do not trump yours. Exactly. And we do have to find middle ground. And one of the things that the biggest argument, I'm not going to say the name of the store. We all know what name, what store we're talking about. Everybody in TikTok and Facebook. Which I'm pretty sure that a different big name store escalated that because that store also has pride stuff. A lot of it. So I wonder if they, yeah, I wonder if they didn't like, like go and send somebody to go over there and make a TikTok at this big store and be like, look what they have. They're the devil, you know? Right. But meanwhile, their store has all this stuff. They have the cutest pajamas. So... The biggest arguments are the store, yeah. right? Yes. Selling children's clothing that have pride things yes. on them. But also, let's let's hit everything. Yeah. They also sell clothing that will help obscure uh, sex traits. Yes. Okay? So you have that. Then you have the argument of the bathrooms. Yeah. And you have the argument of, my children shouldn't see this. Right? That's a big argument. Is the... I'm, was it Tennessee that outlawed drag shows because yeah. children, sh- you can't even be in drag in public. And I don't and understand they can choose, that. they can pick and choose who they want to let get married, whatever. And I don't understand that because I've been to drag shows. And I have been to some drag shows that children should not be at. Right. And I've been to drag shows where, why can't kids be here? Well, this is, this is my thought on it. Is it, when did it not, when did we take the responsibility out of the parents for, what their children have access to. Isn't that it's what no different than for? TV. That's what it's I mean. It's no different than if you know, if you don't know something, and we've always done it, if we don't know if something is kid-friendly, the kids don't go. Yeah. If something we know is kid-friendly and we go and it ends up being against our values, we leave. Yes. I. There are hundreds of people here enjoying this. Why am I going to throw a fit? Or a handful of us throw a fit when there's clearly people here that are okay with what is going on, exactly. it's time for me to go. And in now, saying of course, that, somebody's getting hurt. It might be a different yeah. story, but no. And in saying that, if I leave because I'm uncomfortable, that doesn't mean I hate you or I think ill of you. I just mean this specific is me? thing is not for me. Right. So I'm gonna leave so that you can continue to have your great time, and I can continue to not be like, and oh my god, is that not mutual acceptance? That's, me accepting that's you for leaving and saying this isn't for but, me, and you accepting me for staying because it is for me. Exactly. And we should all do what we want to do. And I will say that that's what labels are for, and that's where I want labels. Because if we're gonna have some sort of parade where there's gonna be inappropriate sexual organs exposed. I feel like I want to know that. To me, even that's not even a child thing. Like, it's just not for me. Well, you know, in my mind, I think, okay, so I have been to a, a few Pride events. I've never been to huge because I don't do big crowds very yeah. well. So not, like, I've never went to Miami. I've not been to the bigger cities for, but I've been to some Pride events. And I've never ran into any of these issues. Now, have I been to bachelorette parties for straight women? Yes. Yes, and they're have vulgar. I been, have I been to bars where they're having bachelorette parties and there's vaginas and penises everywhere? Yes, I have. Is it uncomfortable for me? No, it's not. But I look at those things every day, all day long. And, and you know, so. And that's I mean, where I come that's in. That's part say, of medical practice. I have absolutely been to bachelorette parties and I was not uncomfortable because I was expecting that. Right. And I think that that's where I lie with it. was like the, a shock factor. Yes. It's like, this is not what I thought it was. I thought, mm-hmm. I didn't know that, and, and I'm not, I'm not discouraging anyone else. If you want to celebrate your sexuality mm-hmm. by doing whatever it is that you celebrate, that's absolutely and awesome and fine, do that. And I'm sorry, if you're fine with your children knowing the difference between a vagina and a penis and what they look like and that these things are celebrated through, there are many countries where it's very common for children to be involved with um, sexually oriented, directed, 
um, celebrations, infertility celebrations, and all kinds yeah. of stuff. And, if that's, and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm not and judging. I'm it's just, your children. I, you know. Yeah. It's just not for me. We all damage our children in our own way. Yes, we and do. And we all help them grow in our own way. Yes, So we do. you pick your battles, do the best you can, because trust me, I am going to support you as a parent in saying that you did the best you could. Now, there are a few people out in the world that I might have a different opinion on, but in general, we're all just trying to be good people. Yes. And be good parents. And a lot of times, it's the first time you've ever done it. So you're doing the best you know how to do right. it. Right. So well, and you're different with all your kids. So you're like, well, I learned this little yeah. bit with this one, and then this one, I didn't know all this. So of course, you're just learning the whole time. Yeah, you're and learning until you die, and if you quit learning, you did it wrong. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know. I just feel. I just think that we need to be supportive of each other. And I do think that that sometimes you have to stand up and support other people, even when it's something you don't necessarily agree with. Well, when it comes between support and shaming. I'm going to try to pick support every time. Now, I'm a human, and I'm not going to lie. I'm sure, I'm sure I've shamed somebody today in I, some way that I'm I didn't I'm certain that realize. I've done something to offend I'm someone. I'm sure I'm worse on my family and shaming them yeah. than I am anybody in the world. Actually, I did shame somebody today for smoking. My bad. And I'm a smoker, guys, so that was really bad of me. But, you know, it is what it is, and what's done is done. So, you know, like, there we are. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm gonna have ten comments about being a smoker and I... oh well. <laughs> so you know how I feel about that. So pride is important. I think that was the point in that whole little. It spiel. is important, and I also feel like we need to touch on, like you said, we had that. We there is a place locally that just had a protest because of a bathroom issue. Right. So let's hit this bathroom issue. Yeah. What are Which, your thoughts on the whole bathroom? In thing? this situation, I feel like that person blew everything out of proportion and should have used the single use bathroom. Because so, this, this specific location has a men's room that has stalls in it, a women's room that has stalls in it, and they also have a bathroom that you could just go and close the door. You know, I, I do I, I do recall that, but if you're not familiar, you may not know. That's true. One. And two, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to judge either party because I, I don't know the situation. But this is an old argument. Yeah. This isn't new. It's not just that one situation. Yes. The biggest argument the one side has is that I don't want my children or my wife in a public restroom with a no. man that's dressing like a woman. Well, I think there was another video of somebody self-pleasing in a mirror in a public restroom that that's uh, which is that's tacky, not okay. But I'm sorry. Men and women are just as capable. A cis man, a cis woman is oh, just anybody. as capable. Oh, anybody. I don't care who you are. That's, not, that's not appropriate. Trust me, that wasn't the first yeah. person that ever masturbated in a bathroom. No. I assure you of that. But I do and feel it won't like, be the last. I feel like we need to be doing things like that behind closed People are doors. just tacky sometimes. They are. And it knows no boundaries. No, it doesn't. So, my personal opinion is this. And I am, I'm about to blow the world up. I do not believe that we need combined bathrooms. I believe that just like with everything else, these the people that are fighting for this are fighting for safety and their own validation and their own privacy. Yes. Transgender individuals are just as likely to be sexually assaulted in a bathroom of their biological gender. That being said, what I mean is, is a woman who, or a man who is transitioning to a woman or wants to transition to a woman is more likely to be sexually assaulted in a male's bathroom than they are a woman's bathroom. So, and that's statistics. You can look it up. But the issue is that there's some uncomfortable behind it. And the majority of the argument is that I don't want somebody who wants to get close to my young female child or my wife cross-dressing air quotes guys because yeah. they're pretending what people think is that people are going to pretend to be transgender to get access to the bathroom guess what they are not going to do it or think of it because we allow people to use the bathrooms that they're comfortable with but the point of the movement is to validate and provide so you have to make accommodations. We made accommodations for disabled individuals when they Absolutely. couldn't access a bathroom, when they couldn't access this. Make a unisex bathroom for crying out loud. Like this facility actually yeah. has. Make a unisex bathroom. Anybody can use that bathroom. Post it up. Yep. Unisex bathroom here 
or make them all unisex. It doesn't matter. You can have a family bathroom. You can have a man's bathroom. You yeah. can have a woman's bathroom. If you don't have the space, then figure it out. We had to do it for... Well, we do. And what I will say is I'm actually the opposite. Have one bathroom with stalls in it. Anybody go in there and use it. I don't even care, really. That's what I, I don't. But well, if you the reason feel I say that is it, because I'm in there to go to the bathroom. Most people are in there to go to the bathroom. Now, I will tell you, in my experience, most of the time, if a transgender person uses the bathroom, nobody even knows they're transgender. Oh, no. I'm, if you are transgender, you probably look like you belong in the bathroom that you're using. Yeah. So what is the big hairy deal? I will say that the establishment that we were talking about, there are several people that are fighting back towards saying they've been there, they you know, they're they're transgender or they're legitimate and that they, they have never felt I've done a lot of business with that business owner and what I will tell prejudice you there. is that I've never felt a vibe that that person hated people. Just based on yeah, so and the I other thing is, I really nobody, think that you, you know, and, I, and I, I will tell know. you, I, I I wasn't there either, but I will tell you that that person loves money. I can't imagine that person turning people away from their establishment. Yeah, for simply using a bathroom. Well, I did hear that a person used the bathroom and urinated all over the floor and vandalized the bathroom, and they were asked to leave because they were making a big scene and yeah. Although I will tell you the other thing about that is, but all that is hearsay. It Everything is hearsay that, from you, one side to the other. I'm going to tell. I'm going to blow your mind right point. now. I'm going to blow your mind. I love that place. They got a great salad. That is the nastiest effing bathroom I've ever been in my life. All the time. Who would even want to go use that ladies' room? That ladies' room is disgusting. It's always dirty. Okay, so half let's the time go there's no this. toilet paper, and then when you sit down, the stalls are so high, people can see under Listen, them. Let's just hit this: bar and grills, restaurants, Ugh. bars in general. Nasty bathroom. Need to think about how they set their bathrooms up. That bathroom is gross. <laughs> I can't imagine a transgender person wanting to use that bathroom. It's Gross. You know, every everybody that I know that's trans or gay is oh. super clean. Yes. <laughs> I'm t- that bathroom is freaking gross. No, that's a general statement. Yeah, that was racist. Cause... That was that was. I'm just saying my friends are. <laughs> yeah. No, but on a serious note, that bathroom is fucking gross. Excuse me. I don't, I don't know. I've never been in there. Well, I like have that. been. I do, in... I do know what you're talking about. The I frequent the, the that setup, place. Though. I frequent that place. Okay. I, like I said, I love their salads. I eat there all the time. And I love them. <laughs> it's it's great food, great great people, like all the customers. Great are atmosphere. Nice. It's yeah, nice and clean, but bathrooms the bathrooms are just. <laughs> oh my god, that bathroom is just abysmal. I feel like I'm in some kind of ring of hell. There's like an extra ring of hell that is that pub's bathroom. That's gross. Clean your bathrooms up, dude. Okay. Do something. So I... rip a stall out there. Make that a two stall. It's too little. It's Oh, the stalls uh, the one so... with three in it. Yes. yes, and the stalls are so tall. You sit down and you're serious to God. If I wanted to look like this, I'd see your leg and your butt cheek, because the stall is like up above. But that's almost every every, let's say party place you go to. Yeah, the well, that's atrocious. They need they to do a, something. They cram you in there. It's like a little a milking stall. And maybe because I'm big, I don't know. But I, it's always been that. I used to be skinny. Okay. I was skinny Listen, one day. And, don't get me started on making bathrooms accessible and, to big people. Well, no, and let me tell you, even when I was 93 pounds, that bathroom was gross and too little. Okay? I, and, I, I, and it wasn't even the same place. That's a whole different level of It wasn't even the same place. It was a different business. And they've never fixed it. They've added this. They've added that. Fix your bathrooms. I'm going to write them a letter. Like, maybe, you know, maybe clean your bathrooms up. There won't be so much controversy. <laughs> Cheese and it. rice. So, so I have to hit on something when we're talking about the clothing situation in the bathroom. So, we, I mentioned intersex earlier, and I think a lot of people don't realize there are people that are born with no or multiple sex traits. Yes. And so, um, Missouri's in the process of trying to ban access to gender-affirming care for minors, which... I'm not going to get into that today. I really am not. No, that is much. that is a lot. It's too broad. It is. It's too broad. But the one thing I will say is this, is while it's a small percentage of people 
Less than 2% of people are born intersex. That is what we know. But this demographic avoids doctor's offices. They avoid public places. They're, they have their own close community. And a lot, I don't even think, get involved in, you know, legitimate type of um, situations because they're so secretive and private. Yeah. But... These people are born with multiple sex traits or no sex traits. And it is important to think about this small demographic when these issues arise. So, now, I don't know what it's like to be born intersex. I don't. But what I can say is in the fourth grade, I was a D cup. Yeah. And do you know how terrible that was? I do. You do. I do, actually. (laughs) And you're... They call me Charmin. Floaties. Yes, because that had to be Charmin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you stuffed your bra. You, yeah. You know, I bet you float when you fall in the water, that yeah. type of crap. So, you're binding yourself. I literally went to the point where I duct taped my breasts back so that they weren't as pronounced. Which had nothing to do with sexual preferences or gender identification no. or anything like that. It was simply being bullied for having large breasts. Right. Do you know how many times I wore two bras at a time? Almost all the time to keep them like smashed And do you in know there. how many bras are made for, how old was I, 12, 13? What, how young. old was I in the fifth grade? No, we were young. but Both of us were very young. And there was another girl in, in my class that also had large breasts. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to find bras that are appropriate for you that, that age? Oh, especially and back then they were all so ugly. Oh, it was horrible. They were all so, so And to find something small enough to go around your smaller frame mm-hmm. with your large breasts because oftentimes you're going to find nothing under a 36. Well, right. back then you're like a 32. Right. D. 32 mm-hmm. double D. Where are you going to find that that's under $60? Well, let me tell you where you're going to find it. Let me tell you, because I've been through this my entire life. You're going to find it at a specialty store for about 180 bucks. a And pop. whose poor parents are going to buy that for their fifth grade no. kids? No, well, ours no. didn't, for sure. They didn't even know they existed, I'm sure. No. They didn't even know it was an option. And I don't know that it was an option at that at that time. It I'm might have sure, been. But, I'm sure you I mean, could have had something tailored. Yeah. But as I got older and into college, it was still an issue for me. Yeah. You know, there's still, especially in college, Sexually inappropriate remarks, not just from your peers, but your teachers, from people at gas stations, people at parties, people at restaurants. It doesn't matter. So you go to buy a minimizer, and they are expensive. Yes, they are. You know, when you're trying to bind or hide, it can be expensive. But this is what I'm going to, this is why I bring this up, is because at 12 years old, if my mom would have taken me to a store and said, this bra will help you hide your breasts, I'd have bought it. Yeah. I'd have begged her to buy it. Yeah. I would have mowed grass. I would have babysat. I would have done whatever I had to do to hide that. And not because I was ashamed. I didn't know to be ashamed. I wanted to hide it so I could get, quit getting humiliated in teased. It wasn't the actual act of having breasts that was humiliating. Mm-hmm. It was the way that other people treated Treat, you due to right. it, which I can completely so, relate with. if we're not, as humans, going to teach our children to love one another and teach them... Which, kids are going to be kids. They're going to point out things that are different about each they other. They are, and it, sometimes it is how you take it. And I will say it that. Is. Sometimes it is not meant. But it's also how some kids are raised. It is, and how they're you raised know? to deliver comments. And if you want to take the choice, or your children want to take the choice, or you want to support them, or you want to make the choice for them, because that's your right as a parent, to cover their sexual... Um, traits up or help them hide them you should have access to that yes and if anybody really knows what it's like to go to a specialty bra shop or a specialty clothing shop where they measure you and you're naked and all your other clothes come from hand-me-downs or your clothes come from you know cheap um what's department stores or whatever What it's like to go into an establishment like that where there are probably some very wealthy people, the clothing is very, very expensive, and most of the time you know your parents can't afford this or you yourself as an adult can't afford it, and 
If you had access to that, just walk straight into your local department store yeah. and purchase it and walk out. That is convenience. That is convenient. Although I will tell you that the said store that everybody's in an uproar about, that's not affordable either. Oh, well. Not for poor folks. I don't, I don't know if you've ever shopped there, but it's like, I'm not going to diss Walmart here, okay? Because I shop at Walmart. But it's Walmart quality for three times the cost. <laughs> it's the same shit, people. It's the same shit. It's made in the same place, probably. It's probably by the same people. Most of it comes from China. Yes. So you're just paying three times as much for the same crap you could go to Walmart and get. Anyway. Well, I, I'm a firm believer in that it's it's a parent's job to filter what their children see. Yes. And while as a society we have to be considerate of that, that consideration should never, we should never trump someone else's rights or ability to access something because you yes. disagree with it. Well, and I will tell you, I'm going to back that up with just America, okay? Because I'm a fan of freedom. Okay, I'm I'm American. I I you know we love our freedom and guns. I love my freedom. Oh God, I love guns. I love freedom. I love gay people. I love so much about America, but yes. But what can, I'm getting at here, and that's what I'm saying. If we want to be really Americans, if we want to be America, guns. Guess what? We also have to do pride, because they have just as much freaking right to have their pride crap spewed all over the stores. I do my freaking Bible verse t-shirts in the in the gun section. And why can't we all just agree that we all have the same freedoms? If you don't like the shit, keep walking. Right. Nobody's making you buy that. If You know what? Your son might like the dinosaur rainbow shirt. And guess what? That shirt is not going to make your son gay or trans. If your son's gay or trans, it's because he's gay or trans. I think the fear for a lot of people, and I'm not talking about left or right extremists, I'm talking about the people that kind of come not right in the middle ground, but are floating a little bit. I think one of the fears people have is that liberation will occur. And we didn't want women liberated. We hated hated it. Publicly, it was hated when the bras came off and were burnt. But privately, people were celebrating it. They loved it. Yeah. Everybody loved a little nip slip every That's now and true. then, right? That's true. So, yes. come on. And even yeah. the women loved it because it was something to talk about, you know? It is. It's something so, going on. It's something going on. So, I think liberation in itself scares the shit out of people. I think it does, too, and I don't understand it personally. I just don't get it because I, I feel like every kid should be able to walk in. Like you said, being large-breasted, if we could have gotten some sort of, like assistance with that mm-hmm. that would have been great if we could have got clothes that fit properly that would have been great why are we robbing that from other people it's not taking anything away from me well and why are you shaming somebody because they do like it or they want to raise their kid in a liberated lifestyle yeah. i'm not talking liberal extremism no because i'm pretty I'm conservative talking... i'm actually a pretty conservative person overall nowhere i'm i'm i think i i middle ground I'm middle ground. I know I am. I have to be. I don't know. I, I kind of lean towards more conservative. But that. But I don't mean so much so that I think that everything other people do is wrong. You know, we've talked about so many things before that the conservatives mm-hmm. are going to throw me out, okay? They're just... <laughs> You're booted. You're no <laughs> yeah, longer conservative. They're, they're, they're kicking me out. They're going to kick me right out of the polling centers. It's going to be It's going to be a bad deal. But, but at the same time with being conservative, I also recognize that People do have the right to be who they are. I should have the right to be who I am. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't understand how my having the right to be who I am is preventing them. They should be able to be who they are. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, if a little boy wants to hide his penis, why do I have a problem with that? If he doesn't want his penis to show through some sort of bathing suit, well, if it's if it's thick enough to cover that, or if even a little girl, maybe it's not even a little trans issue. Maybe it's the fact that that girl feels like regular bathing suits show too much of her genitals. Should we call CJ in here and ask him how many times he had to hide a heart on when he was younger? That's what I'm saying. No, we listen, don't need to call him in here. Listen, fit. boys start to get erections when they are little. Yes. We're talking babies. Come on, guys. So, if a young gentleman wants to hide what is naturally happening so that he doesn't get teased or so that he doesn't get embarrassed 
There's nothing freaking wrong with that. Exactly. Why? He, he's going to be walking around with something in front of him anyway when it happens. Exactly. So you might as well give him the protection he wants and allow him to purchase the clothing that he needs to cover it up. Whether he's gay or straight or trans. Or if he just chooses because he wants to hide it because he doesn't want to be a I cis should. male. He wants to be a trans woman. That's okay, too. If his parents... It doesn't matter why. If he doesn't want his sexual want organs protruding it. for everyone to see, he should be allowed to cover that up. Right. And I quite frankly think it's creepy as hell that you have a problem with people covering up their sexual organs in the way that they see fit. Well, see, now, that's your conservative side, though. I have to say No, this. I'm saying if they I choose think, to. I think the more we talk about sex and the more we make it acceptable and the more we give access to our kids for education. Now, there is some, some extreme education going on and we won't get into that because some of these books are freaking atrocious. Yeah. Between hate and bigotry and extreme liberalism. Yeah. It just blows me away. And let's not to even talk about the lap dancing and twerking that was going on at the fifth grade school that I read about no, in that's fourth not, grade yeah, class. That's that. just crazy. But what I'm saying is that what was I saying? Well no you're saying that my conservative is showing. Oh your conservative is showing. So my thought is is that sex is okay. But if you choose to cover it up... That's what I mean. They should have the right to do so. And if you don't want your children going... Because there are tons of nude beaches in, I think, Europe. Europe probably allows children in nude beaches. It's not an Probably because they're not as weird as we are about stuff. Nudity is very accepted and common, and it's not a sexual thing. It's not hypersexualized. That's what I was going to say. Right. We don't hypersexual everything in every country. So... I don't know where it's at that you can go on nude beaches, guys, at under a certain age. I don't have a clue, don't, don't but yeah. it does occur. And because it's not hypersexualized, these people are loving and accepting. And less people are ashamed of themselves in this these areas. So if you choose to be free and you want these things out, that's great. Let them be out. But if you don't want them... Let people cover up. That's what I mean. Like, let them make that decision. For instance, even a conservative, I've always told my daughters that if they wanted to wear a bikini, they can wear a bikini. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because they're seven, they're eight, they're nine. Do you know how many times I've cringed watching my friends' teenagers or our teenagers come out in some of the clothes they come out in? Oh, they do. But I'm not doing that as a judgment thing. I'm really just doing I it did. as a, I'm I your I'm mom and I don't. Not body shaming, but fear for what... Well, that's true, because there's sexual predators everywhere. Right. And not not because it's my daughter's fault or my son's fault that they get attacked or that they invited anything. It's not their fault, but... It's not. It never is your fault when you're a victim of sexual assault. But my fear was always that they would get into a situation that they couldn't get out of and there would be too rapid access. Does yes. that no? Like, I agree. Your short skirts or yes, and, it's not that you should so be ashamed girl, of it or that you're right. asking for. It's the fact that there's less of a barrier for someone. Right now, that doesn't that mean you should be ashamed of it. No. If you look beautiful, no, but just like you would know. if you had a long skirt on or what, it doesn't matter. And I didn't know that. Probably when I've said things in the past that somebody did feel body shamed. I didn't know that. I've cringed about bikinis that the kids and their friends have well, came over in, and I'm like, oh my God. You know. And they look gorgeous, but it's scary. No, and I will tell you, in it's my defense. It's scary def- to see that in, in my defense, and you know what? In your defense, when they're our children, when they're our nieces, when they're our nephews, when they're kids that we've grown up, we've, we've watched them grow up, I think sometimes it's not about shame or about what they're doing or not doing. Sometimes I genuinely think that we're just not quite ready for them to be the grown ups that they are. Right. I, I don't really think it's about being controlling or judgmental at all. I just... And sometimes... And I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm speaking for myself. i got to plug my computer in. It's about to put... All right. No, and I... It's it's scary to see how... To fear for them. And then you say the wrong thing and you do the wrong thing. You know? That... And, of course, I probably came across as, you know, maybe body shaming a little bit or something at some point... And, I mean, you never know. You, you, well, my thing is I can't ever tell how somebody's going to take me anyway because my affect is different oh. sometimes. And oh, yeah. Well-
we're just blunt people sometimes, yes. and you know. And because I don't easily get we're offended. passionate, and things just fly out of our mouths. Yeah. Well, I don't easily get offended. So sometimes I say things, and I'm like, well, why would you be offended by that? I don't have the right to tell them they don't need to be offended. <laughs> and I don't mean to impose yeah. that on them. I just, I don't know. I'm just like, well, I wouldn't care. Like if somebody said I was fat or so, I'd be like, okay. Like you would have to be saying it in a mean way for me to be offended. Right. Like, because right now I'm just like, yeah, that's descriptive. Well. You know, I've got gray hair too. Would you like to pull that out? So. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I know that I've struggled a little bit in the past with, you know, how to, how to present myself, how to say things. And then I have hurt people, whether it was through what could have mis been misconstrued as body shaming, which I am totally against. And I've always tried to, you know, be very and forward thinking when it comes to not just women's bodies but men's too because men are men get ashamed they're embarrassed they, oh, man, more they are worried we are. they're they're worried about their looks and their weight just the same way as we are and i i just i know that i've said things in the past and i've done things wrong and i'm going to continue to say and do things wrong and all i can do is accept myself and say okay i learned Let's, yeah. let's keep moving forward. No better, do better. Right. And hopefully, with accepting myself, there will be more acceptance surrounding me. I agree you know? with that. And I, but I do think that this the pride, pride movement and getting equal rights for our um friends and family is super important and nobody should be shamed for participating. No. Now, I do think that we can tone it down a notch or two from the left and the right on some Oh things. my God. Lord. Absolutely. They probably, I, I'm going to get so much flack for this video. And I honestly just I don't think there's care a anymore. lot of people. Uh, we, we were both from friends and family, I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't and, care. I'm sick of it. I'm sick. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear their bigoted shit. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear it. I mean, you can have your opinions. You're, you have every right to be bigoted. This is America. It's a free country. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but you can't. You can't because of your own values impede the access to people's care and the. Yeah. So let me get back on the intersex statistics and okay. Well, we need to wrap this because up. So we do. So we need to focus. Let's just from a medical standpoint. Yes. Limiting access to care is a huge issue. 51%. Listen, I'm just going to read some statistics to you guys. And this is from the American um, Associate. This is the AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics. So this is one of the organizations that helps guide pediatric care. Children who are supported by their parents and family are more likely to experience better physical and mental health, according to the AAP. In a study, 56% of youth who identified as transgender reported thinking about suicide at some point, and 31% reported a previous suicide attempt. Now, they're just talking about transgender individuals. Yeah, We're not, not talking about intersex. We're not talking about homosexual. But those demographics are equally um, unsupported, and it leads to this. And a lot of... I think people who, um, all, what is it, like one in three women are sexually, one in four women are sexually assaulted in their lifetime reported, and one in, maybe it's one in three women and one in four boys. I don't know the statistics, guys, but it's similar to that. I don't know the exact numbers, but it is that. It's high. It's really high. And I just think that the more love and the more support you give people, even if you don't truly understand or truly believe what they're doing, helps them mentally and physically, emotionally, spiritually, to grow and become a productive and contributing person in our society. The more you hate, the more you condemn, the more you shame, the less likely these people are to get help and to get the grounding that they need for the events in their life, the exposures they've had, the diversity that they've faced. And I'm not just talking about our transgender, our intersex, and our LGBTQA 
I'm, I'm sorry again, guys. I can't remember all the letters. But all of these people, heterosexual people, cis men, cis women, whatever, the more support and validation and even saying, I understand or I can accept how you are, but I can't live with it in my life daily. But you do you and I love you for that. Yeah. But I'm going to love you from a distance. Yeah. That's support. It is support. Or I'm going to dislike you, but I'm going to leave you alone about yeah. what you're going to do. Exactly. Well, because that's if still, I dislike that's you. a little less than being yeah. hateful. You well, know. and also sometimes you dislike someone not because of their gender or yeah. it's not a discriminatory dislike. It's because like you know what you have on. Today. They're just not my kind of people. Yeah, they're just not. And I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I just wanted them to have all the things that happened to them happen way the hell over there. Well, we're so worried about our children and their well-being, and but I mean, you're literally when you say that you're going to limit care, access to care to somebody. You need to really think about what you're asking because if you have no personal experience, you have not educated yourself on the medical and science background and the statistics, you have no ground to speak. Well, and I feel like blanket statements like limiting access to care for, a, for an entire blanketed group of people is ludicrous. Well, let's. so a lot of people think that when we say that people are trying to limit gender-affirming care is that they're trying to limit sex changes. And that's not it. That's it's, not it. it's a it's, huge blanketed it's thing. counseling. And every it single access thing. access to support and services that will help you understand yourself better, get you through traumas, get you through your psychological shaming, your own inner voice, not to mention the voice of society well, going at you. Every person in every situation is not the same. It's all different, and there are all different reasons for different different treatments and different... It's not going to be the same for everybody, whether it is complete sex change operations or whatever. that's It's different for everyone. And, yes. what people... and there are going to be some extremes. There's going to be some extremes. We've had this conversation when they... Um... Roe versus Wade got overturned. We yes. had that conversation. There is going to be some extremism, but that extremism is minute. Yes. And if you want to argue that it's not minute, then you compare how many children are going to lose access to counseling regarding their sexual orientation, regarding their, um, not sexual orientation, but their... Um, Sexual characteristics and traits and behaviors well, if when it comes got to some gender sort identification. Of problem with gender identification. It doesn't matter what they're going through. It doesn't matter if they're they've been abused in some way and now they're questioning whether or not they're gay. You know, it may have nothing to do with with what some people consider indoctrinating children. Mm -hmm. For instance, if a young boy gets raped by a man, maybe that goes on for a long time. Maybe he doesn't know. And you're confused because your body responds biologically. Exactly. So now, am I gay? Am I straight? And I don't care what he is. Mm -hmm. But the point is, he should have access to proper medical care and psychological care so that he can figure out who and what he is and be okay with himself and accept himself yeah. for who he is. You know, and if I... we're putting barriers to his care, he's probably going to kill himself. Well, statistically, he's going to try. Yeah. So... This is my last comment because we are going on an hour and we don't want to go <laughs> rampage here. But what if we all realize that we have this consciousness and this mind and this spirit and then we have this physical body. And what if we identified that those two things are separate sometimes? If we can accept multiple personalities. So we know that multiple personality, it's... Um, I, I don't know what they classify it. Disassociative. Yeah. So if you can, if you are, have disassociative personality disorder, yeah, I don't know what they, anyway, if you have that, we can accept that. Some of your personalities can be man. Some of them can be female. So we know this. Yes. And it's scientifically proven. We've got the details. We know what causes, you know, like the majority of the causes, how to, so most of the time, it's a trauma response. And if we talk about the statistics on trans individuals that have been assaulted and women that have been assaulted and men that have been assaulted, 
why can't we accept that they have different trauma responses and maybe they've never been assaulted at all. Yeah. Maybe you're born genetically with a stronger sex trait that leans one way or the other, because guess what guys, there is genetic evidence that we have a gene that causes our sex traits and it is not gender specific. Look it up. So if you have this different genetic sex trait and you are a man and you be, present more feminine, and in your conscious, you still are a man. We call you metrosexual, right? Yeah. How how offensive is that to that man? It may be offensive. It may be. It I may don't be know. offended. Who knows? And in 10 years, it's definitely going to be. I can tell you that. So if, if you fall into that category, we're not shaming you yet, but when are we going to start? Yeah. You know? In any time so now. So at some point, we have to realize that our physical body has limitations, but our consciousness and our spirit is ever-evolving and expanding. So just be, quit being an asshole. Yeah, that's true. And one more thing before we're done. Okay, I'm done talking because I'll keep going. Yeah, no, we have to talk about clothing. Oh. It's brief. Okay. I'm really excited that we're making clothing this gender-neutral, this gender-affirming. I swear to God, if we don't start getting women's pants with pockets that go past your knuckle, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yes. That is or ridiculous. Don't put little bitty pockets on yes, the Yes, a little tiny pocket on my breast. Thank you yes. very much. I can keep a quarter in there. And seriously, my knuckle, my knuckle, that's what I want. Or the fake pockets all together. What about, okay, so the panels that go in. Yeah. Bigger, bigger girls and guys, you're going to know. There's panels that go in, in some, and I guess yeah. they make them in smaller. Uh, yeah, Everybody's know. trying to shape and tuck yeah. and snatch. Listen. Those things show you have a seam. Yeah. We got to do something about that. We can do better. Women's, we can. women's clothing maker. We can do better. We can do better. I want pockets Just that my people, hand fits in. People can in I general, please we can put do my better. car keys in my pocket? I, I'm afraid to put my debit card in my pocket because I'm afraid that, I mean, I even have a deep pocket, but it, the material pushes everything out. Yeah. And also fake pockets. I'm done with them, 100%. And I don't want to carry a purse anymore. No, I'm anti-fake pocket. And if I want to carry a purse, I'll carry one. If I don't want to carry a purse, I want my keys to fit in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I'm done. That's all we have to say. That's all I have to say. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening to our, um, I don't know what this was, our show. Legitimacqua. um Acceptance, uh, Season 3, Episode 1 of Life in All Chapters. And we hope that you'll stick around for the rest of the season because we've got more to talk about and accepting one another and loving each other, accepting each other, ourselves, loving ourselves, and of course, accepting the fact that maybe there are some people we can't love, but also not being assholes to them. Yep. So, y'all have a good one.